All right, what is going on, everybody? You already know me. It's Dylan CBE, man. Last show of the semester, but we gonna turn up anyway. We gonna turn up anyway. You, all right, hold on, hold on. I got the I got the soundboard with me. Hold on one second. Adam and Andrew know what's coming, but uh, y'all don't. So hold on, hold on. Oh wait, Andrew doesn't have headphones on. Ah. Bomb. I know yeah, the videos. Funk Master Flex Bomb, you already know. <laughs> Alright, so y'all know me. I'm Dylan CBE, Twitter, Instagram, Dylan underscore CBE, D-Y-L-A-N underscore CBE, man. And welcome to the hip-hop episode of, the last hip-hop episode of the semester. And for those y'all asking where they at, they gonna get uploaded throughout the summertime. So that way, y'all got something to listen to when we not here. So that's how, that's how I'm rolling out. Alright, so first, I'm gonna introduce, I'm just gonna go clockwise around the table. But first, we have Adam over here. Yeah. Hello, hello. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, look. That's my favorite ad lib. It's my favorite sound. But when you associate it with my name, that is, that's a negative connotation. <laughs> okay, no, that, uh, yeah, no. This is not the best word. This though, like, this the only one I was able to find. Nah, not yuck. Yeah, yeah, not the yuck, but the yuck. Ah. <laughs> it's a difference. Look, look, look. Yeah, what's up? Glad to be back. The last one of the semester is kind of bittersweet. It means we're getting stuff done, but also we're going to miss this over the summer. Yep, yep. Next, we have Alex, but not Alex Tran from the gaming and film. We got the, another Alex up in here. I'm another Alex. I'm Alex. The, oh, no, the one with the clout. The one with the clout. I'm, I'm the famous one. You might have heard of my tweet <laughs> about water. I'm sure you know the one. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Fireball. Ni- 98 fire at 98 fire but i forgot my own twitter handle thank you Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. yeah you don't you might not know him but you know his tweet all right next we got andrew up in the building uh he can't uh, we don't have enough headphones to go around but i'm playing yeah. the, the travis scott at, of yeah, man, you know me too well That's all I, I have one question it's a, it's a, though what was the tweet oh the tweet was uh Oh, I'll pull that mug up. Oh, I can recite it from memory. <laughs> there we go. Man, uh, all right, hold on, hey, hold on. Hey, I'll just, I'll, I got some tweet. Dang, Adam pulled it up already. Dang. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it, it says, uh, I used to think coffee was a grown-up drink. Then I thought alcohol was a grown-up drink. Now I finally achieved full enlightenment to understand that it is water that, it's gro- that is the grown-up drink. Over 400,000 likes. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. yeah oh, bro. my God. It blew up. That's some clout. Oh, honey, yeah, and and uh, Justin Bieber's girlfriend or wife? No, I think wife now. Wife yeah, yeah. put it on her Instagram story. He's being modest about it, <laughs> but that tweet went everywhere. Really? Damn. <laughs> cool. Why not? Uh, <gasps> some of the cloud our way. <laughs> <laughs> Please share. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, so and now we got Chris. How's it going, everyone? Glad to be back. I was here uh, last week and it was really fun. All right. And then last but not least, we got a special guest, Ryan, up in the building. I'll drop the Funk Master Flex Bomb for him for the one time. All right. <laughs> hey, it's Ryan Porku. I'm chilling here with Dylan. Dylan invited me to be on the show. Here I am. <laughs> all right. All right. We're going to get right into this, dog. All right. First things first, new music. So we got Logic, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Are we listening to it? Yeah. I think we are. Give it a shot. Yeah, y'all seen my tweet. Y'all know how I feel about it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, uh, what else came out? Uh, DJ Mustard put out a new single with YG Quavo and Meek Mill. The Meek Mill? Yes, the Meek Mill. 
But that mug, that mug. Well, we man, know you're checking it out. Yeah, I already checked it out, man. <laughs> DJ Mustard on the beat, though, because I was like, oh no, because uh, no, because Anthony's not here. But like, I was listening to it last night. You know, like, because the way like the beat like kick in, I'm like, oh, hold on, hold on. All right, uh, let's see what else. What else uh, is out? Ed Sheeran featuring Justin Bieber. I don't care. Yep, don't care. Yeah, not a future of that. <laughs> oh, that's not the name of the song. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, the name of the song is I Don't Care. Oh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, wow. They already know their audience. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Russ dropped a new song, Civil War. And a video. He dropped a video with the single. Didn't that come out like two years ago? Like Endgame's out now. No. Oh, wait, oh, I, just got it. I just got it. I just got it. I just got the joke. I'm I'm slow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we checking out the Russ song. Yes or no? The who? Russ. Oh. No. I mean, he said no. All right. And lastly, <laughs> the, and lastly, the recognizable name, the last recognizable name to me at least, Pups featuring ASAP Rocky by ASAP Ferg. Cool. Okay, check it out. All right. All right, cool. Next. Album announcements. Do we need it or can they keep it? Number the first announcement, Joey Badass officially announced that Beast Coast was finished. We need it. We absolutely need it. We need it right now. I don't want to right wait now. two weeks. We have to wait two weeks, but I need it. Oh, now. he gave a release date too? He did, May 24th. Oh, okay. So, uh. Follow Adam on Twitter to keep up with that. Cause we're yeah, not no, be I'll be retweeting. Um, All right, everybody else, do we need it or can they keep it? I think we need it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, for need, those who don't know, it. East Coast is like the collective of Joey Badass and the Pro Era crew, yeah. uh, Flatbush Zombies, and Underachievers. And it's absolutely amazing. Cool. Dang. Sounds awesome. <clears throat> Last Joey Badass album was 2017. I, I say we need it. Oh, Streets yeah. need it. Yeah, it's two years. East Coast song. The last Beast Coast song they released in April is oh. called Coast Clear, but that's going to be one of the singles off the album. Okay. So far, they had two like full Beast Coast songs with almost everybody on them, and they've been pretty good. Underachievers are underrated, man. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no one knows who they are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which okay, I gotta speaking on Joey, like he's putting in a lot of work this year because not only is he working on this Beast Coast album, but there's a Pro Era album in the works with just Pro Era members, and he's working on his solo album at the same time. Like, so there's three so different things. Time no, see, Joey time. Badass, like, I, I know his fan base is fiending for some new music because he was, because he was number one on trending for on, uh like, this was like a few weeks ago. He was number one trending on Apple Music. And I was like, oh, I'm like, did he drop something like, that I ain't know about? And I click it, and then he was just a feature on somebody's song. And I'm like, yo, he's trending more than the person whose song it is. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all need it, y'all need it. Oh yeah, we are, we're yeah. fiending for sure. All right, next, Chance the Rapper album in July. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. I like Chance. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. We need it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, that's a need. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I need it. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, DJ. Uh, he announced this a while ago. I just forgot about it. But DJ Khaled's highly anticipated album, Father of a Side. Yes. In May. Definitely. <laughs> Dang, Chris ready for this one. <laughs> he said, like, he oh, said definitely. His music is so good. I think we definitely need it because I'm not a DJ Khaled fan. I haven't listened to any of his albums, but I've seen him. He's been in Jamaica, and he's been working with Sizzla and Buju Banton, and like, I'm ready for this crazy dancehall reggae stuff he's cooking up. All right, do y'all want my answer or do y'all want the Epic Records answer? 
Both. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I, okay. I say needed. But the Epic Records answer is we need to remind them what a hit is. Ooh. Oh, really? Okay. Then uh, somebody, yeah, yeah, no, like somebody over there was uh was was talking about like uh like DJ Khaled needs to remind them what a hit is because there's so many songs out here that have numbers like a hit but they aren't actually a hit. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what are they talking about though? There's so many songs right now. DJ Khaled doing. makes the hits and the anthems. They are just songs that have the accolades of a hit. They're not actually a hit. When did Drake drop Scorpion? When was that? Like last, what, summer? June, last June. June? Last yeah, June? Summer. Yes, I, I don't know, man. He put more streams on that album than DJ Khaled did the whole album that came before. I, I'm i not a DJ Khaled fan, if you couldn't tell, so I'm just giving him smoke. But <laughs> That's okay, bro. Know, we we going to give Nav that smoke. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I was listening to the Nav album the other day, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to give it another try. I'm like, no, dude, this is just trash. I was pissed because you were right. The album is trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the logic was? No, the oh, no, no, what, nav no. one. Oh, the nav. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nav. Okay, uh, let's go. All right, so we got to move on. All right, so Migos, the Migos Twitter account tweeted, retweet if y'all want Culture 3. Do we need it or keep it? Keep it. Keep it. I'm going to say keep it unless it's going to be like Culture 1. If they made mm. it in like five hours or whatever, like they did, like yeah, two, yeah, nothing, y'all can keep it. Keep it. Not because uh, Leor Cohen, the <clears throat> one of the founder and CEO, but he, uh, what's it called at the time, founder and CEO at the time, because uh, because you know QC was uh, what's it called what you know was frustrated because three hundred wouldn't let him put out music, and then Leor Cohen basically said in an interview like no, he was like they want to put all this song out. He was like, Culture One is the best culture album because I said, no, you're not putting all this out. He was like, no, pick the best song, pick like the 10 or 12 best songs and then come back to me and then we'll put it out. We're not going to put out 20 songs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, uh, keep it, but if y'all actually taking y'all time and perfecting this one, we need it. Okay. Um, we, I was going to report on 50 Cent Trolling, but he's doing so much, it's too much to cover and we ain't got time. <laughs> I guess I got a couple. Do you have more albums? Uh, uh, no, that's all I got. You I got, got some a, more. I actually got a couple, if you don't mind. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so, first one, Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib, Bandana, the follow-up to 2014's Pinata. Yeah, you gave me that, you gave me, uh, yeah, you told me about it, you said, like, the features and stuff, yeah, we need that one. Yeah, we The culture need it. needs it. I, uh, I know, I, I bring that one up all the time, I'm just super, super, Did super Did they give a release date? No, me. they haven't given a release date yet, and I'm super upset, but here's the feature list for Bandana, uh, Pusha T, Killer Mike, Black Thought. Anderson Pack and Most Def. And there isn't Big Crit on there too? Maybe. I don't know. He might he should be. That'd be amazing if he was. I thought there was an Andre three thousand feature on that. Was that what you were talking about? That's the Anderson Pack's new album. Oh okay. Had Andre three thousand. But if Bandana does, that'd be great too. But that's the one I think we need it and we need it now. We've I want to hear the Pusha T long. song, man. I know. I've heard <laughs> this is a rumor, I don't know if it's true, but I've heard that the Pusha T song is also the song with Killer Mike. So a Killer Mike Pusha T Freddie Gibbs collab, it'd be awesome, dude. Oh my lord, Freddie Gibbs is underrated too, man. He really and is. He's really like hush hush about everything. Oh yeah, and it's been five years since Pinata, so um, I'm ready. Oh yeah, dude, it's been too long. The Black Keys have a new album in June. We're I've listened to them in a oh, minute. Cool. Give that it's also been like four you years since the last yeah. album, so I'm ready for that one. I think we need that one too. As long as y'all can't see me when he said Black Keys, I'm like, I don't know who you talking about. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, the Black Keys, they've been, they have a lot of hip hop collaborations. They've, uh, they got a whole album 
called Black Rock where they did they would make beats and then rappers rap over them and then they've got a really good song with RZA from Wu Tang. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, any other albums? I guess Tyler the Creator announced. Keep it. Igor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he hates Tyler the Creator so much. Yeah, <laughs> this is Bruh. news to me. Uh, no, I like I listen to his music and I'm like, yeah, this is. I'm like, it's not for me. His music is not for me. Hey, that's all right. <laughs> but all right, so this is the segment where it's it's mostly Andrew and I, the jewelry section. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, so you know when you sign the QC, man, the label gives you a chain. Is uh, does the expense of that chain go towards your advance? We don't know. But the way this jewelry is set up, can somebody, can somebody pass that to Andrew, please? All right. Oh yes. The QC chain for Lane Green, what bro. All this? baguettes. I just don't understand it, man. This is just I can't even think of how much money this is. They've got like a wedding ring for each link on the chain as it goes around your neck. Exactly. Whose is this? Um, Layden Green. She uh, she's the one of the newest signees to QC. Okay. Is she a rapper? I don't, I don't, I'm assuming. I'm assuming. We'll see. That chain looks insane. All right, and then let's see what else. Um, did y'all see uh, Kodak back? Kodak Black's bust down pacifier. Yes. I don't know why he got that. Yeah, I don't know either. Like, is it because everybody's saying you need to keep his mouth shut? I don't I don't know. <laughs> and then, boy, and then the Ben Baller grill for Jeremy Scott to match his outfit at Met Gala. Oh, I heard about that, but I haven't seen it, dude. Bro, so hold on, like. I love Ben yo, Baller. Yo, like, like, you see his outfit and stuff, bro? Yeah. He got a grill to, to match it, yo. Just uh, pass that back and then just oh. swipe through. And they just swipe through. Oh, God, where is it? It should oh. be top left, the oh, one with the, the grill. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I accidentally did that. Gotcha. <laughs> should be top left. Oh, think. my God. What? And it matches his outfit, too, and that's the that's the, that's the the thing about it. What is yeah. with his outfit, though? This is insane. I don't know. I don't know. I, f- I, like, I don't know what the theme of Met Gala is, but everybody just shows up looking crazy. <laughs> his grills make me think of the Infinity Stones and, like, Thanos' glove. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Oh, the yeah. bust down pacifier. <laughs> yeah, a buzz down pacifier. All right. So that that was that. So one more topics. All right. So some of these are getting recycled because uh, they wasn't here last week. I didn't get input on it. Spotify has reached 100 million paid Spotify premium members. Raise the amount you pay artists. Okay. Yeah, the artists will get more money that way. That's what I think. Makes sense to me. I bet they could do it too. They could do it before, but I don't oh, think yeah. they want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not how it works. All right. All right. So next, ASCAP, this is the second year. This is the second year, and it's also the second year in a row where they have given out more than a billion dollars in performance rights royalties to artists. Spotify has? No, ASCAP. Oh, ASCAP. I think that's amazing. They're that's a great them. milestone. What the heck? I, I'm surprised it's not more, though. I mean, I don't know. Cause, uh, How long have they been around, though? They've been around for a while. They've been it's around been for a while. minute, yeah. On, ASCAP. Hold on, let me let's see. How long has ASCAP been around? Since 1914. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And this is the second year, uh, second year that they've given out more than a billion or a billion dollars or more in performance royalties to artists. Wait, a billion dollars in a year? Yes. Oh, 
I thought you meant billion dollars total. That's why I was thinking okay. it should be more. I thought you meant a billion dollars since 1914. Oh, no, no, no. A like, year since last year. what? That, that's a big rip. Okay, yeah. So, basically, ASCAP is a performance rights organization. They basically collect royalties from when music gets played publicly in a restaurant, in a store, at music venues, at radio stations, over the air. They're they're the ones they're one of the companies that come through and collect the the royalties for that. Good stuff. So good thing music is music industry is still on the rise. All right, Rich the Kid is hiring a blunt roller for tour. <laughs> Man, I feel like everyone, all the rappers. He's willing to pay you five thousand dollars. So all you have to do, he said, you have to purchase a ticket for the tour. What? Yeah, you, have to, you have to buy a ticket. <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> no, hey, that's how you finesse in the game, man. <laughs> buy a ticket and then DM him a picture of the ticket oh and your receipt. And then once he accepts your DM request, you have to send him a picture of a blunt that you has rolled. That's a very inefficient process, first off. And talk about a finesse to try and get people to buy more tickets. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. But yeah. five, okay, hold on. $5,000, like... No, see, that's what I'm trying to figure out. He just said I'm willing to pay 5000 Just 5000 flat? Yeah, I don't know. It's not like 5000 flat for the whole if, tour, or like is that... It's like a high-volume night, you know? And he has to... Like he has, like he has his celebrity homies coming <laughs> huge through. Huge amounts of gas, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, Rich the Kid, uh, you know, he's looking for a blunt roller. All right, next. We got the guy... <laughs> Oh, and uh, we, I'm, I'm about to talk about a certain guy. When I talked to Adam about it earlier in the week, he said, is that song still relevant? I'm talking about Old Town Road. I think it is, yeah. And Adam has fallen back. Fallen <laughs> back. Nah, it's... Nah, yeah, nah, I, I was like, Old Town Road, and then Adam was like, is that song still relevant? It's just like when I hear, I heard it, I was at the, I was in one of the buildings on campus, I heard it over the loudspeakers. I was like, like, this doesn't... See, man. Are they really playing this on the radio? See, man, like, on, like the whole country argument, man, uh, uh, I gotta fall back on it because they was like, yo, Old Town Road, like, is a like is a sample, and I'm like, dang, the melody was sampled. I'm like, mm, dang it, I'm like, I gotta fall back from this is a country. What, the melody song. wasn't produced; it was sampled. Yes, dang. Mm. And I'm like, dang, I'm like, I'm over here arguing it's a country song. I'm like, and the samples just, oh, just like put a knife in my argument, man. Like, you know, but <clears throat> Old Town Road. Uh, you know, um, so this is the first song to do over a hundred million U.S. streams. Oh yeah, a hundred million U.S. streams. All right, well, before y'all dip out of here, I want to shout out anything or do an outro. But boy, we, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alex, like man, y'all, y'all, they know who I am. Put me on the spot. <laughs> uh, I gotta get to class. All right, uh, all right. shout out to my dad. Uh, <laughs> uh, shout out your Twitter handle. Shout out 98, 98 Fireball. Yep. I'll be back next semester to shout that out again. <laughs> Chris, you got anything you want to plug? No? Okay. All right. Good luck in organic chemistry. Thank you. Thank you, Dylan, for having us. No problem. So Old Town Road is the first and uh, is the first song to do over a hundred million US streams for four consecutive weeks. Wow. <laughs> that was surprising to me. That was really surprising to me, but hey, congratulations! Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I got those horses and all that. So, uh, so you know, he's been doing press runs. He's going sneaker shopping with Complex. He's talking about all the radio stations. He's doing this press run. 
And, you know, he's been wearing the cowboy hat, the custom Wrangler outfit, the cowboy boots or whatever. <laughs> and so people was like, man, they're forcing you to wear that. And then Lil Nas X tweeted, nobody forcing me to wear cowboy hats. If you had a Yeehaw song go number one for weeks, you would be wearing this too. And can't nobody tell him nothing. Yeah, can't nobody. <laughs> there it is. But uh, <laughs> he is working on an album. He dropped eight snippets of eight different tracks. Are y'all ready for? Are y'all anticipating a Lil Nas X album? I would actually. I will check it out. Given the success of this song, he I got Old Town yeah, Road. I listen to it. He got an Old Town Road. He got a rock song in the cut, and then he got uh, hip hop songs in there. Now, is this Old Town Road and all the remixes around Old Town Road going to be on that album, too? Are probably the, the boost. Eight? Probably the boost. No, oh, no, the eight snippets are not Old Town Road snippets. Oh, okay. They're eight different songs. Okay. So if he adds Old Town Road and the remixes, it's probably going to go from, like, eight tracks to, like, ten or eleven. Gotcha. And plus, you already know it's going to be on there to boost the sales numbers. Mm-hmm. Label politics. All right, update on Takai 69 the U.S. Uh, the U.S. Attorney. They said they're still talking to people about plea deals, and three more people are in talks to accepting out of a lot. So he could be getting out soon, man. He's either getting out September or sooner because September is the day where everybody goes to trial. So in September, if everybody hasn't took a plea deal by September, then September is going to be in the court pointing at people. <laughs> There it is. Wow. <laughs> That's going to be really interesting when that comes out. Is the, uh, what am I trying to say? Is the trial going to be televised? Probably, I don't know. Probably not. I don't think there's a high profile, like, it's big in the hip hop community, but I don't think it's going to be televised because it's not big in, like, the world yeah. sense. Well, I was just curious. All right. Uh, okay, so let's see. Uh, I'm gonna try to fly. I'm gonna try to fly through these. Since we, all right, uh, I'll try to get to like one of the major topics since we're meeting up on Sunday, and we can talk about the other big major ones. But all right, uh, so let's uh, continue to fly through these. Soldier Boy gets eight months and for probation violation. Long story short, they busted up in his crib on a kidnapping suspicion. They found gun. The well, one they didn't find gun. They found bullets. And, you know, when you're uh, a registered felon on probation, you're not allowed to have anything firearm-related. So that violated his parole. And then they found out that he forged his community service papers. How many hours was it again? 240. Jeez. No. (laughs) (laughs) Not good. Not good at all. So, yeah, and they found out he forged that. So now he's doing eight months. So, but the thing is, when Soldier Boy gets out, do you think he's going to be humbled and calmed down or think he's when he get out he's gonna be like man i'm tough i just started eight months in the pen 100 percent the second thing <laughs> i don't know but dude he's been to prison before he's been in these oh, yeah, kind true. of situations true all right um <clears throat> lil wayne who a lot of people can if the people in the mixtape era where lil wayne was dropping mixtape after mixtape of fire upon fire upon fire they consider lil wayne the best lyrical rapper alive no were you listening to the mixtapes Oh, yeah. I've listened to all of his mixtapes and everything. Okay. Well, a lot of people say Wayne is the GOAT, and Lil Wayne said that Jay-Z is the GOAT. I mean, sounds like the issue just got solved. I mean, if he... But if I mean, the, the GOAT is saying GOAT somebody else's GOAT. is like an opinion. There's yeah, no, true. like, certified GOAT. Like, it's all based on opinion. But the like, GOAT is calling somebody else the GOAT. That Yeah, I don't know, dude. I'd have to say Jay-Z. <laughs> Like, if he's not going to refer to himself, like, as a GOAT, like... If he doesn't buy it, then why should you buy it? It's like, if he doesn't think he's a GOAT, he's not the GOAT. 
Yeah. <laughs> See, bro, your favorite rapper got confidence, man. That's why. That's why I rock with Meek because Meek said he's not the goat just yet. He's the baby goat. The baby goat. <laughs> the kid. Yeah, he said. Yeah, no, he said I'm not the goat just yet. I'm the baby goat. All right. Juice World. Lucid Dreams is now eight times platinum. Ooh. Oh wow. <laughs> Too bad he gets like no money from that. Did you hear about that whole situation? We talked about it on the show, yeah. Oh yeah, we did. <clears throat> so, me being the mathematician that I am, <clears throat> I did the math. Oh damn. So we know that iTunes takes thirty cents out of every purchase. So and that's man for those of y'all that know that's why song downloads went from ninety nine cents to a dollar twenty nine. Boom. Eight times platinum. So. Wait, sorry. <clears throat> so if this song goes diamond, which it most likely will, ten million songs sold. Sting is gonna make eight and a half million dollars. Nick Off of streams, dude. Oh my god. Nick Mirror Nick Mirror will get five hundred thousand, Juice Row will get five hundred thousand, and the label will get five hundred thousand. If this song goes diamond. Stupid, dude. Mm. I'm so mad at that still to this day. I was telling someone about that the other day. The All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, repeat that again. You still mad about what? <laughs> still, to this day. I'm still mad to this about day. Uh, <laughs> to this day. Exactly, dude. I'm still mad about it because no one who gets sampled should be able to take what was the percentage? Eighty-five. Eighty-five. I mean, he's taking a hundred percent. He's taking a hundred percent from Diddy's Biggie tribute, dog. Yeah, that's just. Not for the culture at all. That's completely money driven. And that dude has actually said, "Man, I'm not even about the music, or about not about the music. Sorry, it's not even about the money. I love the music, dude. You don't love the music. You took 85% from an upcoming artist. You took 100% from a tribute to someone who had died. And that song was released like when he had died around that time. Yeah, when B like mid to <laughs> late 90s. Yeah, it, I don't get it. Have you seen Logic's tweet? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. one. Of, that's how the shoutouts, but. Um, but let me get on to the second half of Juice World news. So, you know, Juice World is on tour. He's one of the biggest artists right now. He's selling out arenas. And, you know, can we knock the hustle? People were outside the arena selling fake Juice World merchandise. No, we can knock the hustle. Don't sell fake merchandise. Yeah, really. <laughs> you know how I feel about that. <laughs> no, cause I was like, yo, I'm like, were they selling fake merch for the low, low? But then, no, they were selling T-shirts for 30 bucks a pop. Oh, dude, that's rough. Bruh, so, uh, cause Lil Bibby, he was on the way to the concert. He ran into, and he ran into one of the dudes. And then he was like, hey, man, he was like, hey, come here, come here. He was like, hey, he was like, yeah, I'm finna cop one for the, uh, for the whole crew. He was like, hey, he was like, yeah, let me get a large. He grabbed a large. He was like, yeah, what size you need a medium? Boom, 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 boom. He's like, all right, I'll catch you later. And then dude was like, where my money? He said, man, you selling a fake merch. You ain't getting no money. He took Dang. all the shirts and then drove off. And then, <laughs> right now, and then, but there was a whole crew of them. Like, they, there was a whole crew selling. Yeah. Right. So one of the cameramen, Juice World cameramen for tour, he posted a picture of him wearing the fake merch. And he said, yeah, they're outside the arena. He was like, we jumped them. He was like, we jumped them, and then we stole them, and I decided to wear one. Dang, dude. Don't sell fake merch outside of someone else's show. It's like also, like, he gave it to him without getting the money first? Yeah. Yeah, like, that's, just yeah, that's, that's his fault. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> I'm just saying, though, like, you see, like, yeah. but Lil Baby's a rapper. You know he got money. But it's fake merchandise. Like, they're, I don't know. 
That's how I feel on it. But yeah, get so, them out of there. So we knock in the hustle. Absolutely. Well, yeah. No, cause I was like, man, if they were selling like if they were selling it for like 10, 15 bucks, then hey, hey, let me get one then. But I'm like, 30? thirty. Yeah, but like trying to pull it much. off of actual merchandise. Though. Yeah, yeah, if you're selling fake merchandise, no way. <laughs> yeah, no, cause it cause it looked official too, bro. Like they had like this like printed on the whole front of the shirt and on the back. I was like, yo. But all right, and then let's see. Uh, uh Gucci Mane Loki exposes the Migos. He posted a flashback Friday picture. Of him meeting uh, the Migos for the first time. This was back when Versace started popping off. So he posted a, a flashback Friday pic of him meeting the Migos for the first time. So it was Quavo and Takeoff. Offset was locked up at the time. Yep. And then Gucci Man said, uh, it was called Flashback Friday from when I first met the Migos. I made them take off and throw away their fake jewelry. And I gave them the two chains I was wearing off of my neck. And then take off. I want to know what was going on. Let me before I take off. Yeah, and he said. And then I talked to Offset off the uh, Offset on the phone. He told me to send the racks to his lawyer, and I sent the racks to his lawyer the same day to help him get out of jail. Then take off commented, basically, you lying. We ain't rocking no fake jewelry. And then Gucci Mane replied to that reply and said, take off, you lying. You ain't forgot. Dang. So, I'm like. Fake jewelry, like, if they were wearing fake jewelry right now, would be a different story from back then. Oh, absolutely. Because, like, back then, they wasn't even signed to QC yet. So, they didn't have money like that. Yeah, so I'm like, fake yeah. jewelry. Yeah. That's normal, though. Do. Like, every, everyone, like, on that level, like, on the come up, like, a lot of people aren't wearing, like, pure jewelry. There's yeah, usually impurities jewelry. in it, if it's not completely fake. Yeah, but like all the rappers say they wore fake jewelry when they first started off. Logic said he was wearing fake jewelry when he started rapping. Trey Song said when he was rapping at 16, he had fake jewelry. Soldier Boy, he said that he took his jewelry because he had like a pendant and a chain and he uh, was causing, and he said he couldn't, like, they didn't come together, so he had to tie them in a rubber band to each other. I'm like, yo, fake jewelry's not a big deal. I don't think it is. So no, It looks the same either way, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. Boom, right here, bro. Yeah. Right here. Uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, it, nice. it matters it if looks you good, to, man. Like, flaunt it and say, like, yeah, man, I'm I'm the man. I have all this money. I'm getting money. Jewelry. Yeah, you can't lie like, about it. but I mean, lie about it, but yeah. I mean, if you're going to just sit calm and not money. say anything. <laughs> there, there it is. I love that. You're like, boy, when you rapping about the money. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. No, but, but, yeah, like, boom, right here. Shining. It's shining. But, no. Diamond's dancing. Yeah, my diamonds dancing. They black diamonds on my wrist. You already know. But yeah, so if uh so yeah, if so yeah, yeah, all right. Is this changing anything if Migos back before the fame was rocking fake jewelry? No. Nope. Does it change anything? Nah. Nope. Adam, you look bored. Mm. I don't think it changes anything. Back then, nah, we've been over it. Like everyone's people have admitted to doing it. They're not doing it now, as far as we know. Like it would be a different story if they do it now. But I guess if, Brenna, if they was rocking, defend it and say they were wearing real jewelry and they were wearing fake, that's whack. Yeah, that's stupid. Like, dude, who cares? Like, you are you're here now and you're wearing all the real stuff. They were just they've all had like on the rocks episodes, haven't they? Not mm-hmm. takeoff, Offset and Quavo have. Yeah, yeah, they have. But uh, apparently a takeoff one is supposed to be coming soon though. Mm-hmm. But I mean. They're validated. You know what I mean? Like, it's authentic. Yeah. So, 
All right, next we're gonna move into P and B Rock's tweet. Speaking of P and B Rock, he did a he did the little like GQ like tattoo tour or whatever. And then he was like, yo, do y'all have a tattoo artist? He was like, no, we don't have one. He, and so he was like, dang, because he was trying to be like the first person to get a tattoo on the tattoo yeah. tour. But, uh, yeah. They like Smoke Purple with On The Rocks. Yeah, like the first person to buy jewelry, I guess, P.A.B. Rocks. So I was like, oh, I'm going to be the first person to get a tattoo on the tattoo tour. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, he tweeted, I miss the days when people who couldn't rap didn't rap. Did or didn't? Didn't. If you couldn't back in the day, if you couldn't rap, you didn't rap. He missed those days. <clears throat> yeah. Sounds like he's just calling people out for not being able to rap. <laughs> I mean, is it... He's not calling out anyone specific. So no. Yeah, if he's not calling he's, out anyone... But I guess, like, I get it. Like, the rap is extremely oversaturated. Like, you could probably scroll for months on SoundCloud to go through every single track, you know what I yeah. That's just SoundCloud too, man. There are people that still upload to like Datpiff, my mixtapes, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Like see, man, cuz when I saw this tweet, I was like, see, here's the thing. People back in the day, people who didn't rap still rapped. It's just nobody knew about them. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah. now the person who can't rap that raps is all up in my DM sending me their SoundCloud link. <laughs> That it's just the internet just made yeah, just it more internet. known. That and you can have no clout whatsoever. Like, say you go out and you buy fifty thousand plays on SoundCloud, like you bought it up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then it can come up like on a discovery playlist, and oh, they yeah. can get plays from that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's so much yeah, like you don't have fake to have anything. You can still and, yeah. Uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? Recognition. Uh, fake followers. Huh. What fake followers? What like fake followers and all? Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Is such a problem. Okay, Adam. God. It's, it's it's tough. Because I know you. Because I know you've bought some people's mixtapes. Yeah. Like off the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have. And honestly, like one of the ones that I bought in Los Angeles was uh, really good. It was real. I was like, okay, what, what's going on? But it's tough because people who now have exposure and can post their stuff online that weren't able to in the past, it can further rap. It can further, I don't want to say the culture, but it can further or expand the, the genre because SoundCloud rap, it's its own kind of subgenre now, right? And it's I'd become a very that. popular thing, but maybe we wouldn't have that if people who couldn't rap didn't rap, you know? So I think it's it's good for creating new art and expanding the genre. And if you don't like it, you don't have to like it. You know, but if any anyone should be able to follow their dreams, even if they can't rap, they should be able to do what they want, and then it's up to their audience to decide whether they're successful or not. Okay. So, and if you would have asked me a couple of years ago, though, if you would have asked me a few years ago, I'd have been like, "Yeah, man, I totally agree with that statement." But now I'm kind of like, I just won't listen to what I don't like. But you can create whatever you want. Yeah, I'm not saying like I'm gonna discourage them from rapping. Like they can do their thing. But like I thought. <laughs> I bought mixtapes from people too, and every single person has been like, "Man, like, I'm the dude. I'm gonna be coming up." Like everyone kind of has like the same speech. Put up their own butt about it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It seems like everyone who's like super trash thinks they're super good, mm-hmm. and I think they need a reality check. Not saying they should stop making music, but like, I don't know, dude. When there's a super trash song, I can think of ten ways they could have made it better off the top of my own head, and I'm not even the person that made the song. Mm-hmm. Like it's not mixed and mastered right. 
they could have saved up more money and paid for a better engineer. Just little things like that, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Right. I can rant on and on, but I love SoundCloud music. I love gritty. Um, uh, I need some clout real gritty, quick, man. PNB, why you calling me out on my? Tw- why you calling me out in that tweet? <laughs> I need some clout. PNB talking over. about me. Give me the drip. <laughs> that give me the drip. All right, and then I, I gotta go in on Nav real quick, and then we, and then I'll let y'all pick which major topic we'll get into. But first, I gotta cue up the music. <clears throat> so, Nav. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't this the like sad song they played in SpongeBob like Something all the time? Like but yeah, Nav. And I got it looping. Nav. So, have y'all heard about the Nav TMZ situation? Yeah, no. like he said he wish he was more famous or whatever. Yes. He doesn't get enough recognition. Yes. So, <laughs> he did an interview. What's this music? And he said, honestly, I feel like I'm just now starting to get famous. But fame is something I want. It's a good problem to have. I'm still not there. Because when I walk out of effing Delilah in LA, TMZ will be standing out there with their corners. I mean, it's not the corners. Out there with their cameras. <laughs> I'm walking down. I walk right past them. All of my jury on. They don't even take a picture. I hop in my effing Lambo truck in front of them. They don't take a picture. I even make a U-turn and ride right past them. They didn't even take one picture. I get sick. Whoa. Poor guy. You know <laughs> what I mean? Him. Like, that is just out there. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> he needs to calm down. That's not what it's about. Poor dude with the ice in the Lambo truck. Ran over like he said all his jury running like and then out and then he was like and he put also the picture like what he was dressed like where he had on like all the chains he had on two watches he had the bust yeah. down Cartier sunglasses yeah I, had, <laughs> I walked out with all my chains on and my watches and I hopped in my Lambo truck and I Snapchatted my model girlfriend like that's what he's saying you know what I mean like in the interview but these regular folks didn't take a picture of me they don't like, get it bro no because no because I'm like yo if I'm on TMZ. No, cause like he's cause like and then he also talked about like how he'll park blocks away just so he can walk past <laughs> walk past them. I'm surprised he admitted like that. that. That's kind of embarrassing. That's, yeah, that's, that's sad. Kind of <laughs> Red, I was like, yo, if I was TMZ and I saw you walking out of Delilah and I see you like walking past me like three or four times, I'm like, I'm not gonna take a picture of you. I'm like, yo, I'm just gonna be like, yo, you you doing too much. <laughs> I mean, if you want. I don't know. I can I, say so much. I got to be honest. I don't even think I would recognize Nav. I have no idea what he looks no like. No one looks like. Yeah. yeah. Hey, there it is. <laughs> Nav's pissed. That's the thing. I wonder, like, how many times we've, you know, just been out m- maybe in a bigger city and, like, walked by somebody. Like, walked by somebody. Got, think they're, got, yeah, yeah. Hollow money. Stuff, yeah. Who's just maybe, like, dressed up that day so like yeah. they wouldn't be recognizable or maybe didn't know what they looked like but had heard of them like i wonder how many times this happened bro i'm telling you bro There's y'all i'm telling you bro y'all could walk past Ale- oh and i don't mean switch subject, but y'all could walk past alec benjamin right now and not know he has a, a, a on the way platinum record oh yeah yeah i mean you walk we probably walk past important people all the time and think nothing of it yeah true true but uh yeah so but nav man petty <laughs> i nav. don't get it 
nav, nav, nav. No, and the crazy thing is because people, there's actually people out here that are dodging TMZ. That are dodging TMZ, want privacy, and are ducking TMZ. Uh, you mean to tell me Nav is out here? That's a good problem to have. Dude, I would never even want TMZ, like, up in my face like that. Like, just complete, like, you're out, think, we're all out in public hanging out, grabbing something okay. to eat or something. We're all out in public grabbing something to eat. And we just get ran up on by like cameramen asking us personal questions. Like, would that not yeah. bother you? No, you never People have you don't any even privacy. know being up in your business According asking questions Nav, they have man. no right to know the answer to. It drives artists crazy. It's kind of what. But Nav wants. But Nav said that's a good problem. I don't think it's a good problem. <laughs> I think it's good. he doesn't know. He's he's on the outside yeah. looking in. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. He just wishes he was like that. But I think as soon as it happened to him, he would not like it. He'll he'll no. drop a banger talking about how it sucks. Bread up. Uh, and yeah. then yeah. Like, no, and then they was talking and then TMZ like saw the interview and was talking about it and then it was basically like like they were basically like, yo, like Nav. <laughs> they was basically like, why would we t- like why would we interview Nav? <laughs> it was like that because it was it was like yeah, cause like there's like a minute clip of it you can find it, cause there was like Nav. It was like why would we interview Nav? He was like, watch when we run up on him, we're probably gonna be like, oh, sorry, I can't talk or something like that. It's crazy, but all right. So if anybody, anything else to add, and then I'll go through the the main topics and we can pick which one we want to dive into for the last like about fifteen minutes. All right, cool. All right, cool. So do you want to talk about Logic and his takes on samples? Do you want to talk about? Uh, I think you pronounce his name Six Ma calling out J. Cole and Dreamville. Do you want to talk about the UMG and Sony class action lawsuit? Or do we want to talk about the uh, the major label earnings reports? I'm down for any of those except yeah. the Dreamville one. I don't know, I'm leaning more towards the Logic one because I'm about to listen to the album later. Let's do, I'm down with that. Because that yeah, way we can all listen to the album. Logic. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so Logic, he went on Twitter, and he tweeted, I just want to take a moment and say, F sample clearance, F clearance samples, F people taking all the producers' money for not doing ish, and F the companies that say no just because we're hip-hop. I'm tired of replaying ish. F the money. This is why mixtapes was so good. But wait. There's more. He put out a second tweet, but he needed so much to say they couldn't fit in a tweet. So he just wrote it in the notes app, took a screenshot, and then posted the photo. He said, I think it's insane an artist can do everything they can to track down, clear, and pay for a sample and give publishing to the original creator. Why am I reading like this? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And if they can't be found by the best sample people there is, that a producer shouldn't suffer or lose a placement. And that money... And publishing should be set aside for them if they or anyone in their estate comes forward. I can re-record my raps over whatever. It's not about being told no. That's pretty easy to accept on the rare occasion it happens in clearance no matter how attached the original you may be to the original you may be. It's just hard to see young producers who could have life-changing placements torn from them because an artist has been unreachable for 20 years. I just think it would be dope to add stipulations for such situations. I mean, sampling can cannot kick it 
and, oh yeah, Samplin and I can kick it and finding out Tribe owns zero publishing and I have to give up 100% of my publishing to Lou Reed and not Quest is insanity. So that's the thing. All right, but I saw an episode of Everyday Struggle and Wayno brought up a good point because Wayno said, like, you're saying this right now, but what happens in 20 years when somebody samples one of your songs and you want the paperwork done the right way, or he said, like, or 20 years from now, you don't know what type of situation that you'll be in. You might be desperate for the money and you may mm. be forced to do that. And Wayno also said, or what if someone samples your song and they talking about something crazy or something that you don't that you don't agree with? And I was like, yo, that is a good point. Cause you know, it's all peace, love, and positivity. And if somebody samples it and it's talking about some like satanic, demonic stuff, you're gonna be like, yo, I'm like, no. Yeah, so that so that is a so that is a good point Wayne all brought up. That's an interesting take, but I can never see someone trying to make like weird mu satanic music and sampling logic i'm, I'm just saying it's just a it, it, it's just it's a, a possibility possi but it's again, just a, it's a what way. if so i don't i completely agree with logic because he's not saying f sampling in general and not pay people whose music it originally was he's saying f the people that clear that don't clear it for a screwed up reason want like 85 percent of the royalties like that sting situation he's talking <laughs> about situations like that or situations where artists can't even be reached and i think there should definitely be like a new set of rules when there are certain circumstances like that. I think it makes sense. It makes sense to me. But I mean, I understand where he's coming from. Like, it's going to be different when logic gets sampled. I'm sure he'll have a completely different reaction. But until then, I agree with what he says. What do you think? Yeah, what do I think? think? Oh, okay. So, oh, yeah, no, I was waiting for like, I thought somebody else was going to happen. But what do I think of the whole situation? Man, um, because I think, because like, I say, like, I'm agreeing with Logic because, like, there's so many, like, songs where it's, like, the samples are just crazy. Because I think one of the reasons why, that like, the DC4 outro took so long to come out is because, yeah, because Oz is European. I don't know where from Europe specifically he's from, but, like, it was, I'm assuming that that choir that he used was, like, some, was like something from, like, Europe mm -hmm. or something like that. So, like, the three years it took for that record to come out, it was probably, like, trying to hunt down whoever whoever owns the rights to the choir that that he sampled yeah so you know i'm like i'm for it but then at the same time it's always that i'm on the other side of of the uh of the stick but no but this is the like the business aspect of just uh what's called like if you can't find them just put some money to the side and then just give it to the estate when they come forward mm. so because that's the because like i like that idea it's a great idea. Yeah, I like the idea, but it's just so tricky because. What if they want more? Yeah, so like, say yeah. like you set aside yeah, what they like see you and say you didn't ask. Yeah, like five, ten, fifteen. I don't know, maybe even twenty percent. But then they, but then it's someone like Sting that wants a bit a way bigger, and you don't have all that money put aside for them. Because like Spotify, like Spotify is different because they have songs on Spotify that they don't know who the artist is. But they put that money aside in like a fund for like unknown artists when they come forward, they can give them that. But Spotify knows how much money to give them and the percentages and stuff like that. They have that down to a T. This like is a negotiation thing where there's no set number. Yeah, it's weird, man. Because 
I mean, Meek's sitting on songs that haven't been cleared. Hey, man. The, every artist is sitting on Everybody. songs that haven't been cleared. Like, it's, yeah. it's an issue, I think, that needs to be addressed more because I feel like it's a topic that usually, like, people that delve more into music know about, but, like, the general public, I feel like, doesn't know anything about sampling. Because uh, I gave a presentation, actually, in my discourse class talking about uh, sampling and rap music, and almost the entire classroom didn't know what sampling was. What? Yeah. How? <laughs> I don't know if I just had like a weird demographic there, but like four or five people raised their hand out of the 25, 30 people. Wow. Dang. And that just kind of blew my mind. I'm like, oh, I wonder if that's like what everyone thinks. And I was like texting like a few of my friends throughout the day and they didn't know what it was. I, is there like a bunch of people that don't know what sampling is? Like, I think is so. Normal? I think I, I would bet the average hip hop listen. Well, okay. The average, ooh, I don't want to say like this. Person? I don't, yeah, the average music listener yeah. is not aware of sampling because I'm gonna be honest and when the I first it? yeah when okay. I first got into hip hop like when I was young I I thought they you know created all that yeah, I thought they too. were just like oh these exactly. voices in the background they must have just had people you know they must have thought of that on their own unless you unless you unless you Timbaland yeah right up bro because like Timbaland bro like Petey Pablo was humming and then the and then he sampled the hum and then boom, it's the Empire soundtrack. Yeah, I'm like, yo, I'm like, Tim, I'm like, Timbaland is that creative? We're like, hey, just, just, hey, hum into the microphone real quick, and then that's <laughs> the me- and then up. and then that's the melody for the for the beat. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's interesting to me because it's something that has happened forever since music has been a thing. Sampling, yeah, it's not even just hip hop; it's, it's across all genres. Exactly, sampling's done in every genre, and. I feel like because not a lot of people know about it, people don't speak about it a lot, and we probably have like some really barbaric, out there kind of stuff, like when it comes to terms uh, with sampling. Like you shouldn't be able to take eighty five percent of a yeah, song no. that you didn't even create. No, and plus, I, yeah, that's insane. I'm so and plus, it's also another thing too because like, because uh, like they only took. Cause like out of the whole Sting song, they just they just looped what like five seconds I, of like the whole song. It was very minute and tiny. <laughs> it was yeah, like five seconds portion. of the whole song. I'm like now if they would have just took took the whole beat and just added an eight oh eight over the entire guitar, the entire drum, portion, and just added like it. one and just added an eight oh eight pattern over it. I'm like okay, yeah, they didn't do nothing. Yeah, it it's different though. It's stupid. I don't think it should be like that way for any genre i mean music should be everyone talks about how music is for the soul and how it's an art form but all the people like from back in the day that have said that don't show it you know what i mean no yeah you're right all right so i want to get your opinion on this because you're a music composition major well yeah yeah. the thing with uh, sampling and rights with that is that that's been an issue since even before they had like all of the sampling and electronic music too um i know that even now, I think Ed Sheeran got in a big issue because he wrote a song that sounded similar to something Marvin Gaye wrote. And so even if you're making music that sounds like you're stealing from something, you can still get lawsuits with that. And it's just been an issue that they've been pushing off for such a long time because, I mean, like, there's people who, like, try to take 85% like uh, these guys are doing, and then other people won't get credit at all. And it's just, like, an issue that people have been pushing this off and we haven't ever addressed it and it needs we need to have conversations conversations about this so that there will be an they'll be able to address this problem because this is a huge issue of artists not being able to get credit for the music that they made and when it's sampled when you sample somebody other somebody else's music and you don't give them credit for that 
people aren't being supported at that point because that's their music and they need to be able to have compensation for that. It's just, it's a huge issue. <laughs> but I feel like it's a perspective that only we all know because we're so like into music because I mean, an average listener of Juice World is going to be like, why note for Juice World, not for Sting? It says Juice World's name on it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, no, so yeah. So there's going to be that argument. And it's too only too. music people who are talking about this, but this is a problem that really needs to be talked about within like the judicial system at this point because this is a legal issue with money at this point. It's not just yeah. musicians being affected by this. All right, Adam, yeah. before I add another aspect into into the situation, yeah, you got anything you want to say? This one is so complicated. When I saw Logic's oriz- original tweet, I saw Isaac Hayes' son kind of went off on him and was like, nah, you don't understand that the artist that came before, kind of like in, in uh, a big disagreement with what Logic said. And it's kind of hard because uh, I, sympathize, I sympathize with both sides. Because so what did he say though? Uh, I don't. I'll have to. If we find Logic's tweet, it should be there. I don't remember exactly. Wait, did he did. reply to the tweet or did he yeah, quote? He or did he retweet it and then put a he quote? He replied. In okay. Um, it was really interesting, but also I re- I watched this documentary about Lenny Williams, who is an old singer from Tower of Power, and he also had his own solo career, but he made a song called uh, "Cause I Love You," and it was sampled in "Overnight Celebrity" by Twista produced by Kanye West. Mm-hmm. And in this documentary, they're saying how Lenny Williams was in a really bad place, you know, before that sample. But then as soon as that song was sampled, it kind of revitalized his career and revitalized his life. But he was making a lot of money off of it. And so it's like, man, those old artists, they definitely do sometimes need that support. But also, like, hip-hop would grow so much without those limitations. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That it's just, I don't... Yeah. Uh, it's it's hard because I... I want to acknowledge i want to appreciate the artists of old and they're not going to make as much money just by having this sample in a song and then people hearing about it and going to listen to their old stuff they're going to make money you know getting some of the profits from the song but also man i mean this conversation with hip-hop samples going on for so long j cole even 2014 forces drive the last song he's like man i want to make samples free for everybody if you made a song People sh- you put art out in the world, people should be able to do what they want with it. And, like, man, I agree with that it pretty much wholeheartedly. Sense, there has to be limitations to it. it because is. there's going to be that demographic of people that take advantage of it. That's the just worst. how it is. So it's tough. But you said you had something else to throw in? I'm looking for oh. the logic response. Okay, yeah. All right, no. So basically, uh, so Wayno, before his own everyday struggle and before he started his own uh, his own company, he was a he was an intern at Rock Nation uh, Records, and then he moved up to A&R and stuff like that. And he said that labels bring in a musicologist. What? A music. He said, I don't know if that's the proper term or not. Yep, that's somebody who studies the history of music. Can I get that all this? <laughs> yeah, musicologists. Labels will bring that in and they're and to analyze songs to look for any for like any element that's similar to another song because you might be producing a song and you you might subconsciously like be inspired by I don't know, let's say Michael Jackson. You know, like you li- if you grow up listening to Michael Jackson, that's a huge influence, even though you might subconsciously put like a Michael Jackson element in there and their job is to go in, look for those things and then be like, you know what, hey, like you might want to change this up because if this is a little too similar to this, they could sue you and stuff like that. And then I know 
DJ Academics said uh, YBN Corday's song was going through like a musicologist, and then uh, what's called and like they had to clear it out. And it was like okay, he was like yeah, well the producer got this element from this uh, from this you know beat pack or whatever from this producer and like so you'll be able to argue in court that you have a license for this xyz and stuff like that so uh you know it's it's crazy because like just for the littlest thing like because wayno said when he was at rock nation like they uh there was like the little like record scratch or whatever they had to find which pack the producer got that from or else like the person that made all the record scratches could sue them <laughs> it's, it's crazy yeah that's insane and just so I know that, like, we're all in agreement, do you think, like, a budget, so, like, a budget of $6 million on an album would sound drastically different than a budget that had $8 million? Would everyone agree th- with that here? Drastically? I think so. I suppose. Because that's, like, $2 million, dude. Mm, yeah, you can yeah, do yeah. a lot more and with you that. Have to keep yeah. in mind, it depends like, on where that money is going. Yeah. Cause yeah, it's uh, be the right person well, spending the money the for sure. Cause like, yo, cause if you think about it, yo, like that, like four of that six could go to clearing a sample for the lead single. Mm-hmm. But another thing to keep in mind too is I feel like making music is so expensive because you have like engineers and producers that are like on that A level get paid a flat fee just to come in, like tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. And I feel like wouldn't it all just add up to a point because budget issues have. Do we know of like any albums that had like budget issues? But not that I not off the top of my head, not that I know of. Okay, I was just curious. I didn't know if that was like a huge issue or anything. Brittany Loki, bro. I wonder what the I wonder what the uh what the budget was for Meek's last album because like there's so many like samples on there that they had to clear. It's crazy. I watched a little Kanye documentary the other day, and actually, a reason why he had such a hard problem or hard time getting signed was because he sampled so much in his music. They thought they would lose money before they would even break even with his music, but his music popped off so much to where yeah, it paid uh, off it was because again, because uh, I can't remember who it was, but there's uh, but there was a guy. He said he owned Kanye West Publishing, like he owned Kanye's publishing. But he said he sam- but yeah, he said he sampled so much and then like the people that he sampled was like taking so much of it. He was like, Man, it was like, I'm not gonna make any money with this and he gave Kanye West back his publishing and then Kanye popped off and then I don't know and then I'm assuming Kanye signed away his publishing again to that company that he's suing right now, <laughs> trying to get out of that contract. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's just crazy. So I found what Isaac Hayes oh, I ain't gonna say it. This was his response to Logic's tweet. This is absurd. Publishing and masters are musical real estate. If someone wants to come and build a new record on top of someone else's record, they should absolutely be compensated. You don't have to sample, you know. You can always be creative without samples. Artists like my pops, which would be Isaac Hayes, are the architects of hip-hop. Countless Jay-Z, Tupac, Biggie, Wu-Tang classics use his music, and you know he deserves compensation. Again, you can always create your own original beats like Swizz Beats did and keep all the money. I don't know if that's a good argument in response. It makes sense, though, but obviously they should be compensated. But I feel like anything above, like, te- if you're sampling five seconds of a song and you're not even throwing it in a loop or anything, mm-hmm. does that entitle someone to 85% no, of everything you make? No, absolutely not. No, I don't not think 85. So. Yeah, like, there's... Low numbers? 
I could understand, but anything above like twenty twenty five, I don't get it. Yeah, no, cause At like, least that's my perspective the, on it. Yeah, maybe we should make a flat rate of like percentage that can go towards. Just, okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was that's gonna. What I yeah, that's but what I was gonna say. Would it be something based like if you sample five seconds of this song, you pay him this much. If you sample ten seconds of this song, you pay him this much. If you loop something in this song, you pay this like something like that. Would it be something based on time? Yeah, like, I would say. Yeah, I would that? like. You know I would I mean? say like. I would say based on time because like all of the like sampling lawsuits that happen, like all of them have ended with okay, you used elements of this song, pay this man. But there hasn't been anything like in the court where it's like. Well, you only used like there hasn't been any like any court like any court lawsuit that has like set a precedent of you only used five seconds, so give him five percent, or you used fifteen seconds, give him twenty percent. There's like nothing that hasn't happened in like it's the court across yet. The board. Yeah, it's different across the board. There's like that one fluffy. He's like, okay, well, you use five seconds, five percent. If you use 25 if you use tw- if you use 30 seconds like give them x amount of percent or you use the you use the uh like the guitar melody riff or whatever from like just do that like i think we just need to like figure something out but it would just be really interesting because you're putting numerical values to art uh yeah and because i mean how are you gonna like a guitar loop and a drum loop are they valued the same Mm, that's, that's or is be, or because we think playing drums it's harder. Mm. We pay drum. We, if you sample a drum loop, you pay more. Mm. You know what I mean? Then so you yeah, bring yeah, in that whole aspect. Like it's you can go anywhere with it. I yeah, feel and that's like. another thing too because like yo, like a Picasso painting up in like the museum, bro. It was like a collector could come through. I'll give you twenty mil for it, and then I'm looking, and then I'm looking like I could be looking at him like twenty mil, bro. You should not be paying over like three for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's completely open to perspective, which is going to yeah. make it really interesting. But I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens. At some point, we're going to have to figure the issue out. So yeah. it's better to be talking about it now. Or should we do like my tweet? What What was your proposition? Oh, uh, I said, uh, yeah, I'll pull it up. Yeah, because no, I think you liked it. Uh, what's because about going back to that piff? I said. Oh, I definitely did like that. Yeah, no, I quote retweeted that, and then I said, "Hold on, oh, let me tweets and replies." Okay, there we go. That section. Okay, tweets and replies. So I said, "Rappers, it's time to go back to Dat Piff, Hot New Hip Hop, SoundCloud, and the other mixtape outlets." Yup. But the problem with that was the artists wasn't like the rappers don't get paid because the website gets paid because they because giving them links clicks on your links so yeah and then that, and then your advertise and then you know like oh when the Lil Wayne mixtape dropped eight million people came and that's eight million people that can see your ad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it, or you no know, or that them they could be cutting these artists checks under the table. Low key. I have no idea how their payment works with Datpiff. I don't know too much about Datpiff. Oh no, I'm just saying though, because I'm like, yo, because like you know, like, uh, because like Datpiff would have like exclusive mixtapes. Yeah, I wonder how. And I was like, yo, they probably cut them a check over the tape because if they got paid for the mixtape and they got samples on it, that's that's commercial use. So they yeah. probably got mm-hmm. paid under the table, and then drop it on Datpiff. Who and owns then... Datpiff? Oh wait, does is there a corporation that owns Datpiff? Hold on, let me see Dat. Datpiff.com world premiere. Um, 
not um okay no there's not a yeah nobody there's not a specific company that owns that piff it is found it was founded by marcus frazier and kyle and kyle kp riley is is the head of music so yeah i don't, I don't think a company owns them i think they're still independent gotcha but yeah so but let's see. I don't. I don't know if Shay is is doing her show today at two o'clock. But uh, I'll go ahead and hit outros anyway, just to get them out the way. So y'all know me, Dylan CB, Instagram, Twitter, Dylan underscore CB D Y L A N underscore C B E. The podcast is at Anchor FM four slash Dylan Dilworth. Dilworth has one L. And uh, over the summer, the plan is for me and my homie Hound Gaming to, you know, live stream some games over the summer. So follow me on Twitch, Dylan, C-B-E, D-Y-L-A-N-C-B-E. There is no underscore there. And then drop my homie a follow, Hound Gaming. The O in Hound is a zero. So yeah, Adam. All right. No, I just want to say thanks for another great semester. Killing this music podcast. Um Sun, we're we're all in agreement of Sunday morning. Eight thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Okay, we can do it. I'll just shout out my social media as usual. On Instagram, you can follow me at up and Adam as underscore up dot and dot Adam underscore, and Twitter Siskertini S I S K E R T I N I, for just updates on what's funny and what's happening in my life. Hi man. Th- thanks again for the podcast this semester. I love coming up here to talk about rap music with everyone. It's amazing, and music in general can't go wrong. But uh, follow me on Twitter at the real Andrew ninety eight. No spaces, no caps, nothing. Question though. No caps. Yeah. Now I got a question though. So is the name change still coming? You decided to just rock I don't out, know, with dude. This? It's always in the back of my head. But what am I going to change my handle to? You know oh yeah, I mean? everything. Everything's like, already taken. To be real with you, yeah, I, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'd have to throw like numbers at the end of it and everything. So I mean, it's going to be pretty much something of the same nature. So oh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm Ryan Borku. I'd like to thank Dylan for inviting me to be on the show. Um, Instagram and Snapchat r y a n dot p o r k o o. Yeah, thank you. All right. So uh i guess we'll we'll end i guess we'll end it off with a little bit of finals talk everybody because i'm i'm technically done after saturday whoa nice i got i got (laughs) the performance for my theater class saturday and i just got to email my script in by next friday adam what about you you i got my online class two more weeks i gotta finish it up i don't know what their plan is for finals week but i know i got something to do this week and um, I got an essay due Monday and a test next Thursday, and then I'm done. All right, cool. Ryan, but you, nice. but I got – I know you I know you got hellas. I've had 22 credit hours this semester. I've had five essays due in the past week, and the last one's due tonight at midnight. Ooh, <laughs> good luck. I haven't even started it yet. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'll, I'll get there. <laughs> and I have two finals next week, but mostly it was just essays, so I'll, I'll be good. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah. And then I'm about done, man. I have a math assignment I have to turn in tonight. I have a math final next Friday, and I'm done. Next Friday, man. Sweet. So that means. I already turned in my papers and did my like presentation I had to do for another class. So it, I lucked out this semester. I can't complain. I don't have too many finals. 
right, and then before, and then before, uh, what's called cut off the mics and go off air. You know what I'm saying? Y'all already know what button I'm about to click. Y'all already know what button I'm about to click. So, so I'll be done. So I'm probably gonna email my script in before. I'm probably gonna do it before Wednesday. Adam, you said your last one was what Thursday? Thursday. Thursday. Monday. Monday. Yeah, Friday. And then Friday. So after Friday of next week, man, we off. To freedom! Oh yeah, man. <laughs> Finally done. Amen. Yep, yep, yep. And then uh what's called Don't fail your classes. Don't be stupid. <laughs> Finish strong. Finish strong, or is your professor is gonna be like Stupid! I'm not gonna let you get the chance. No, bro. I'm telling you, man. When you're taking that test, when you got that moment, like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you look at the first question. Like, <laughs> like, Dang, man! <laughs> wow. Like, number, number. You going through? You like? Huh? You trying the best to re- part is when you remember studying it. And you're like, oh, dude. Bro, it's like, bro, it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like you did the problem on the study guide, but you like. No, <laughs> uh, man, but oh you just Lord. like, bro. Now there have been times where I've where I've taken the test and I remember, and I remember doing the problem or defining it on the study guide, bro. And I'm literally stand, and I'm literally sitting there, trying like doing a mental Jimmy Neutron brain blast, <laughs> trying to remember it. And then I'm like, there you go. I'm like, bro, like oh, you don't gosh. like the Jimmy Neutron brain blast. Like that's yeah. how hard I was thinking, like going yeah. back into my inner memory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, so we're gonna drop. I'm gonna drop two more bombs and then we out of here. Well, or at least we off air. Good luck to everybody with finals out there, and then to everybody that's going back home over the summer, man. It was like right before you drive off from from the dorm, the crib, the apartment, wherever you stay in to go back home. Just remember. To freedom! We out, we out.